So guys, welcome back to ADHD Mission. Today we are going to be talking about um, social media. <laughs> so, if you're new here, ADHD Mission. This is going to be the show where I teach you how to put your ADHD in your mission. Like I have, um, used to take a, a lot of high dose of Concerta, 108 milligrams to be able to focus. Obviously, that wasn't my everyday dose. Uh, my everyday dose was 54, but um, that was just to even be able to stay awake. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I would have to take 54 even to be able to play video games without tweaking out. Like, my dopamine was just so messed up. And dopamine is what, at, what is at the heart of ADHD. And so I've created a list of six things which I think are the most impactful and causative in ADHD, which are dopaminergics, um, endocrine disruptors, polyunsaturated fatty acids, lack of exercise, nutrient deficiency, and um, high serotonin. Those are the six things. And guess what those all do? They all lower dopamine. They all negatively affect dopamine. Um, dopaminergics are obviously going to be things. Actually, you know, we're not even going to go there. Dopaminergics are the thing that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about a specific dopaminergic, with a, which a lot of people struggle with. It's almost ubiquitous. Social media. And this is actually a lie that you're told that it's ubiquitous. Um, I just said it, but it was a lie, right? Um, you're told, you know, and there's so much propaganda to get us to think that we really cannot live without this stuff. Like... What am I going to do? How am I going to talk to any of my friends without social media? How am I going to how am I going to do this? Instantly whenever you think of, you know, quitting social media, there's going to be so many thoughts that come to your mind about like just all this garbage. Um and guess what that is? That's your addiction. That's your low dopamine and that is um kind of and you're not you're not going to realize it. It's going to be hard to recognize, but your mind is um rationalizing you're you're, you're creating very Intricate ways to rationalize continuing to use social media. It's a mixture of that, and it's a mixture of the fact that these social media companies have lied to us, and um, like I said, kind of made it seem like it's it would be impossible to live with social media without social media. Guess what? Um, <laughs> we live without social media for um, over two million years. No other species has ever had social media. Nothing else. No, no other. <laughs> it's very new. So obviously. Just to get it straight away, you can definitely live without it. It is definitely possible. <laughs> I mean, physically to live a life without social media. But is it possible socially? So this is what we're going to talk about. And I know that a lot of you are not going to want to completely quit social media. And that's fine. I don't... I, I would say, yeah, I quit. I completely quit social media. Um, social media. But I still consume some amount of media. I'm active on some, um, some health forums. I, I read... I listen to some interpretations of, you know, the latest research, stuff like that. Um, but like social media, like Instagram, like TikTok, like Snap, I don't scroll. I don't really message anyone. I don't, those are the stuff that I try to avoid. You don't even have to go that far. And I'm going to tell you in this episode exactly what you can do to uh, limit the amount of um, negative effect that the social media is going to have on your dopamine and on your life overall. Because um, 2023, unless you're an industry bot... <laughs> Um, you probably know social media is very detrimental <laughs> to every day. Um, and there's a lot of, like, kind of pessimism about this. The same thing I see with endocrine disruptors. The same thing I see with all this, all this stuff about, like, oh, these processed foods or, oh, social media, the, it's, everyone, everyone's just all taken over. Like, there's so much, like, doomerism on here. And really, I'm living proof that you can basically get rid of all this stuff. Um, like if you're on TikTok, if you're watching, you know, these, the slideshows, oh God, I remember those. There's so much stuff trying to convince you like, yeah, this sucks, but there's no way you can ever get out of it. It's a lie. Okay. I've gotten out of basically all this stuff. 
I've gotten rid of um, all the negative dopaminergic effect of even the media that I do use. Um, well, not a 100%, I would say 95%. Um, I've gotten completely rid of vegetable oils, which, oh God, you guys might not be into that. Watch my last episode if you're, if, if you're still with the, with the vegetables, if you're still on the side of the experts. Just real quick, I'll ask you, can the experts explain why linoleic acid in um, vegetable oil um, agonizes um, uh, endogenous cannabinoid 2-AG and increases your hunger? If any expert can answer me that, um, <laughs> I'll be very happy. But we're just going to move on. That We talked about that yesterday. If you want to click off because I talked about seed oils, you can do that. I don't, yeah. <laughs> You're probably not going to believe a lot of the other stuff I'm saying either. Um, just go listen to the episode if you really do not believe. Or you can email me at ADHDermission at gmail.com. I'm interested. I'm very glad to have a conversation with any expert who disagrees with me. So, um, like I said, today's episode is going to be about ways that you can decrease the negative effects of social media. Because I understand, I mean, <laughs> this is basically a form of social media. This is a podcast. So, um, it's very likely that you are um, not going to fully quit social media, and that's fine. For the reasons I already described. But, um, you can definitely decrease it and still have a social life. You can definitely decrease it and still, and also for what it's worth, um, people who you only talk to on social media or friendships you only have on social media, they might not be worth having. Um, that's what I realized when I deleted all social media. I kind of lost my friends. Um, that was kind of one of the reasons. Whatever, we're not going to talk about that in this episode. Um, we are going to talk about ways that you can decrease the negative effects of social media. We're just going to jump right into it. No, we're not really because I've said that for like three minutes and I haven't jumped right into it. We're going to start talking about um, at the six-minute mark, okay? All right, welcome back. So we're going to start on the first tactic, which is to batch. So... Oh, and a lot, by the way, a lot of this, I'm just going to be plagiarizing straight for, or I'm not going to plagiarize because I don't have the book next to me, but I'm just going to be stealing, like straight up just stealing from this book, Deep Work by Cal Newport. I love this book. I think that Cal Newport, um, I don't like some of his books. I have read a couple. I don't like them, but Deep Work is very, very good. Actually, no, they are, I, I, they are very good books. It, it was the books about like, you know, how to become a straight, all this stuff, how to become a straight A student. Um, I think the reason I didn't like it is because I'm not a student. That's not for me. That's not what I'm trying to do in life. But if you want to be a student, I would <laughs> recommend you read those books too. But Deep Work itself is one of the best books um, for ADHD ever, especially if you're you know, a knowledge worker or you do important things. Um, that, that book is like, the importance cannot be overstated. It is so good. Um, I'm going to be stealing a lot of <laughs> this stuff from that book. So the first technique is called batching. So... Um, he says, one of the quotes in the book is that you should not take breaks from distraction. You should take breaks from focus. So, and most of your time should be focused. Most of your time should not be distraction. That's not the only thing that quote means. It means like the way that you think of how you're taking a break, um, you should change that too. When I used to play video games, I would used to think, okay, I'm going to take a break from my League of Legends and I'm going to go do some homework. That's not how you need to do it. You need to say, okay, I'm going to take a break from my homework. Or not, you shouldn't even do that. You should say, I finished my homework. I'm, I'm going to take a break from working. And I'm going to go play some League of Legends. Obviously, you probably shouldn't do that either because League of Legends is very addicting. Um, not a fan. Terrible game. Uh, ruined my life. <laughs> um, but I, I don't play anymore, so we're cool, right? And I'm glad I did because 
brought me some important character development. So, batching. What is it? Like I said, you want to take breaks from focus, not breaks from distraction. You want to be living in a state of kind of perpetual focus, and then you want to have specified, so what most people do, most of their time is just completely unspecified. They have no idea. They wake up in the morning, maybe they have school, maybe the job, but outside of those hours, they have no idea what they're going to be doing. Even when they're at work, most of them have no idea what they're going to be doing, so they spend a lot of time just doing nothing. Checking their email, which is nothing. Checking your email. Tell me how much money you've made right now from checking email. Probably nothing. Um, tell me how, or unless you work in customer support, of course. Um, but a lot of these activities are just useless, and people spend a lot of the time kind of doing nothing because they don't really know what to do. So a lot of their time is unstructured. And then when something comes up, they will structure time to work. Um, this is not what Cal Newport says. This is also not what I say. I think that, well, I think you should kind of genuinely structure out your day. But you should schedule, what's more important than scheduling time for work is scheduling time for distraction. You have to schedule a time that you're going to go on social media. Not usually, well, it can be, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you're going to be distracted in a certain period, you need to schedule that. You need to have a, like a time limit on it and you need to know when you're going to do it so that you're not just doing it perpetually like 90% of people do. 95 even. Most people at their work, in office jobs... A lot of the time, um, they're not really doing, they're not really generating value. They're just, you know, in the in-between. I don't even know what that means. But batching. So batching is when you get all of it, you get all of your social media use out of the way. So the way that I use media, I don't say social media, I say media because I'm not really social on there. But um, it's kind of like the only stuff I really watch is educational I have creators that I listen to. I like to see their interpretations on things. So, you know, every week or every couple weeks or so, I will go in and I will schedule a time. Because most of the time, I used to do this, and this is a mistake. I would write, okay, tomorrow I'm not going to do any social media. I'm not going to do any YouTube. I'm not going to do any of this media stuff. That's not how it should happen. How it should happen is the baseline is you should not be using social media at all. And then you should schedule when you're going to use it. So this will allow you, and this is very, very extremely helpful because this way you're not giving into impulses. So you should you should not schedule days you're not going to do it. You should schedule the days you are going to do it, and then don't do it on any other day. Again, I just I recommend you read the book. But this is um, some important summary from the book that I also recommend you listen to. Don't go off, please. <laughs> um, but yeah. So this is a good way that you can kind of not have the bad effects of social media. But at the same time, not be completely oblivious to, you know, the latest research in your in your field or the latest like stuff that people are talking about. And of course, um, date like when something new comes out, a lot of times you don't need to interact with it right away. When a new study comes out on uh, <laughs> omega six, I don't need to know that right away. Okay, I already know that omega six is bad. You might kind of change my belief a little bit. Uh, maybe it says it's good, and then I'll have to rethink <laughs> everything. Um, but I don't, I don't need to know that right away, and you don't either. Chances are, if you're if you're in some kind of field, you don't need to know um, what the latest research is instantly. You can wait, you know, a week or two weeks before knowing it, and so it's very optimal. Like, let's say I, I'm, I'm sure you have this experience where, and I have this experience for sure when I'm on Twitter and I'm oh I'm gonna check Twitter. Oh, there's nothing there. There's nothing new, um, except just useless entertainment, just stupid infinite scrolling. There's nothing that's actually of use and. 
I would recommend that you use social media in a way that's going to be of use to you. Um, that's what a lot of people do, and that's how a lot of people justify that they can't get rid of social media. And again, you don't have to get rid of social media. You should just batch the time that you're going to use. You should plan out the time that you're going to use social media, what days, what times, the amount of time that you're going to spend on everything. Um, so like I said, this is going to allow you to get the benefits of social media while not having the negative effects on your dopamine because you're not giving in impulses. When you give in impulses, when you do shameful things um, on top of things that are dopaminergic, that's when it's going to have the worst effect on your dopamine levels. And dopamine is at the core of ADHD. So the first technique is batching. Um, the second technique, what is the second technique? Let me think for a second. The second technique, okay, yeah, I thought the second technique, this one's way simpler, but it's just to make your phone great. So a lot of people spend a lot of time on it. I don't, I don't, I don't even think I have my phone great right now. I don't really know what color my phone is because um, I don't have a problem with my phone anymore. Um, I probably have like maybe like two or three minutes per week or <laughs> two or three minutes uh, per day. That's like my weekly average. <laughs> I'm flexing on you guys. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to say, um, I don't really use my phone at all, really. A lot of people do struggle with this. So what I recommend to make your phone a lot less stimulating and a lot less dopaminergic, um, go just search, go to accessibility, go to color filters, and then um, just turn on. I'm pretty sure the default is grayscale. What is this going to do? And this is just, there's no, there is no excuse not to do this. Because if you need to see like some colors, you can just turn it off. But there's no excuse not to be doing this. Like just when you're when you're looking at social, there's no excuse not to do it. And I, I I'll tell you something right now. Turn it off. Turn off your your colors. Put to grayscale for one week, and then turn it back on and go on your favorite social media, and you will see how they are messing with you. You will see what they are doing to society. This is what, and this is especially true with Snapchat. Um. And I used to have Snapchat when I used to talk to my friends on Snapchat. Um, what I would do, well, what I started doing, as I started doing this, this awesome trick where you turn your phone gray and it stops you from <laughs> being completely obsessed with your phone. Um, I did this for a week and I turned it back on to see something because my friend sent me something. I had to see what the color was. And then I, I, I exited out and I went back to the main screen of Snapchat and I'm like, oh my God, what are these colors? It's like, the most like saturated blue, like saturated, like just beautiful light blue you've ever seen. Well, it's not beautiful. It's completely artificial, but it's just like so encaptivating, just like insane reds, just so much saturation. And when you see this, this is why people are depressed. This is why people look at the world and like, this is boring. They look at a tree like, oh, this is boring. It's ugly. This is the world's great. This is why everyone's, this is a huge contribu contributor to everyone thinking the world is so bad because they look around, it's just gray everywhere. Why do you think it's gray everywhere? It's because your phone's colorful. And I'll tell you what, you know how to make the world colorful? Turn your phone gray. <laughs> I, this is, I actually forgot about this. I just remember this like literally like two minutes ago. Um, cause I haven't done this in so long cause I just have not used my phone, but I can tell you the switch. Once you turn your phone, once you turn the colors off on your phone, the colors in real life, like it's like you can see like new color. Like, I'm not joking. It's like, it is serious. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, turn it off for one week, go on your favorite social media, and you will see how they are just like destroying society. It's like, wow, just, that's not good. Um, but of course, it's 
very pleasurable to look at. Unfortunately, that's not going to be good for your dopamine, which unfortunately is not going to be good for your energy, but um, you can do this great thing and that will reverse. Um, so what do we have? We have batching, we have turning off the color. Third thing, um, I would turn off the notifications. Like I said, you don't need to see things instantly 99 times out of, 999 times out of 1,000. Um, nobody's gonna message you with like, oh, your kid's gonna die in like 15. <laughs> that's not really gonna happen. Um, if it does happen, they can you know give you a call. So that's how I'd recommend. Maybe you don't wanna turn your phone on, do not disturb. But um, at the very least, turn the notifications off. You don't need to know when um, funny.cats at Instagram uh, posts a new story. Like that's useless. You don't need to know when um, Sebastian sends you a new Snapchat. That's useless. You don't need to know when um, someone puts a comment on your, your, your TikTok. Like <laughs> it's useless. It's completely useless. Even if that comment is so important, even if that comment is like just so important, it cannot really be that important that you need to see it instantly. And when you batch it, when you sat, when you have like one day a week, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at TikTok today, and I'm gonna check to see all my notifications. If you even use TikTok, TikTok is one of those things where I would be like, nah, I don't know. And that's why, that's why I like YouTube as a as a media source because um, Instagram, Snapchat, or I don't Snapchat's useless, but Instagram, um, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, even. All those things have been so corrupted. I would not look at that at all, personally. TikTok, Instagram, all, they're like this short form content. I wouldn't try to avoid consuming any short form content. Almost always short form content is gonna be just sort of useless. Like, <laughs> it's most people, cause here's the thing, most people just use short form content as a way to get people to watch full videos. So just go watch the full video, never watch Short form content is one of the worst things you can do for your dopamine levels. It's one of the worst things you can do for ADHD. I would recommend never watching short form content. I would recommend that you just delete your TikTok. TikTok is a useless form of media. There's nothing of use on there. I mean, maybe but it's short form content and you can find better forms of content just in, in the long form. In long form, I actually realized this is a huge way that I had a reduction in my ADHD. And this is when I had a lot more time. I don't do this anymore. But what I would do... Because I used to watch TikTok and I used to watch YouTube Shorts. I used to watch my favorite creator, and then I thought, and he, I thought, you know, it'd be really good for my attention span if I just set myself a challenge to just watch this video as long as possible. And I started off at a point where if it was like more than a minute long, I would get so bored I would just click off and sit. And then I, and, and then I eventually I was at ten minutes. You know, I was at five minutes, and I was at ten minutes. And it's like wow. I can watch a 10-minute video. That's crazy. Most people cannot watch a 10-minute video even if it's very important to them. They just can't, especially if it's not, like, super entertaining. But eventually, I got to a point where, I mean, I could watch, like, a three-hour video right now if I really had three hours. And if I had three hours, I'd probably spend it on something better anyways. But if there's something that was really important, I would be able to do that. So that's one thing. Long-form content is not going to be really that negative for your dopamine. Even if it is kind of stimulating, even if it is kind of exciting, um, it's hard to stick to, like, one form of stimulation for a long... I mean, as long as it's not, like, like let's say you're, like, like dude, smoking crack or something. Like, that's going to be pretty easy to stick to. Any drugs are going to be very easy to stick to. 
Um, but any like form of content, especially if it's educational, especially if it's helpful to you, um, I would not say that that's really bad. But TikTok is going to be useless. Instagram Reels or is that Instagram Reels? Is this Snapchat Reel? Is it Inst- is it Instagram Short? It's YouTube Short. All right, yeah, it's Instagram Reel and YouTube Short. I don't even know. I've never done Inst- it's garbage. Just never do it. Um, those are terrible. I would not recommend you do that at all. If your friend posts something on Instagram, maybe like once a week when you check your Instagram, you can go like all your friends' posts. That's fine. If you really want to maintain those relationships on social media, as I would say, as long as you have relationships with other people in real life, then it's probably not that harmful. Um, if you have no relationship with these people at all outside of social media, I would recommend maybe <laughs> this is not um, a person who values you a lot. Maybe this is not something that you're getting a lot out of, and maybe you should just stop the relationship um but yeah so social media not good obviously it's very highly dopaminergic but it matters how you use it short form content is going to be way more dopaminergic than long form content super stimulating content is going to be way more dopaminergic than not stimulating more educational content this is why you see the comparisons um american content american tiktok is just porn and then um you know Chinese or whatever country it is, I think it's, it's China. Chinese Chinese TikTok, it's like science and like and like, just like educational like law. It's 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 insane. Um, but yeah, social media or TikTok basically is just porn. I would <laughs> not recommend that you use TikTok at all. Um, TikTok doesn't even have a long form feature. I'm pretty sure. So, and it's handheld. This is one thing. If you can watch something on a bigger screen, like if you can watch it on your laptop. That's going to be a lot more helpful than just watching on your phone where you can just scroll instantly. Um, also, there are things you can get. For example, on YouTube, there are things you can get that block out, like the notification button or like the the like comment section. That's very good to, to block out the comment section. I would not recommend you look at the comment section. Um, that can block out like the videos on the side, all that stuff. I'm not going to put those links here because um, <laughs> I downloaded those extensions from a video. Um, and I'm pretty sure I got a virus. So... <laughs> I just deleted the extensions, but I don't want to give you guys any viruses, so I'm not going to risk that. You guys can just find that information on your own. Also, I just came up with that on the fly, so it would be kind of weird to put in right now. But, yeah. A lot of you are going to have to use social media. You, I mean, you could not, and you could, you know, go live somewhere in Europe, and you'd probably be fine. But if you want to stay in your normal job, you want to stay a part of society, a part of this modern society, then you probably will have to use some amount of social media. I would recommend that you minimize it. I would recommend that you, you do not use it on most days. I would recommend that the default is just not using it, and then you plan a certain day that you're going to use it and a certain time that you're going to use it. Um, and then I would plan that you take steps to um, mitigate, mitigate the dopaminergic action that it's going to have, such as <laughs> a dog, uh, such as uh, the color filters turning your screen gray, um, not having notifications. Notifications are useless. Not watching short form content. Short form content is very highly useless um, <laughs> um what else and just tiktok i would just avoid it completely tiktok never felt right to me none of that short form stuff i would not consume any of that it's just garbage <laughs> but yeah um i hope you enjoyed this uh episode i keep saying it's episode i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you got some value from it um and yeah have a good day. I'll see you in the next one. As always, if you have any questions, email me at ADHDremission at gmail.com.